eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these goats. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, Eddie says we're good to go. We're good to go. Al Deuce, are you good to go? More Jerry Recco today? I mean, right, what listen, are we doing here, Jerry? This, this, is, this is not on me. I was only supposed to do the show with Sal and then a podcast. And I you was did, pressed into 5 a.m. duty. You did the hour with me because uh, CeeLo was uh, late. His alarm went off and he slept right through it. Yeah. I, uh, have, I was not happy. No, I know. You were, you were, not, ha- you were not having it. I well, mean, you no, were no, no, having no. it, but you were not happy about it. And not just for the circumstance. I had stuff I was trying to prepare that right. I wanted to do this morning that I couldn't do, which why I came in as early as I did. Right. You worked in some show prep oh, time, yes. but instead you had to uh, sit, sit and do the warm-up show. Yes, which is all good. Um, I feel like I could be a life coach. I know. I, I, I agree you could. Right? Like, yes. I, But here's the things I would handle. Uh, I, I've thought about this. Al's boring life coach. I would tell. Not I would, a great name for it, but okay. I would go because people don't want to say they have a boring life. Yeah. I would uh, go food shopping with you and get you on the right track diet wise. Mm-hmm. I would uh, work on your finances to get you in order, ready to sure. ready to go. Uh, and again, like the the food stuff, I'd steal that from Bobby Approved. The money it's thing. not stealing it. You've you're educated on it. Now. Yeah, the money thing. I just steal Dave Ramsey's act. Mm, I don't like Dave Ramsey's act. Well, anymore. some of it. There, I, I have worked good. other things in. Yes. And, and then the other thing would be um, organizing your home to get rid of all the crap you really don't need. So why don't you start it? I'm I work- think you'd be surprised. You'd do very well. Yeah, I don't know how you get your first couple customers. I know after that, it's... You post. Uh, I post. That's true. I do have a following. Although I'm pretty sure like 80% of my Twitter followers are fake because anytime I get a new follower now, in their bio, it's like invest in Bitcoin, invest in the stock market. Busty it's, brunette. Yeah, it's like all... <laughs> yeah, like a busty brunette with a man's name. So I like I know it's they're, they're pairing uh, pictures and names that yeah. don't even work. Uh, but maybe when uh, 
Elon Musk gets this Twitter, he'll wipe all that out. Maybe, and then you'll go from a hundred thousand followers down to twelve thousand. I'm at least fine with be that. Real? Yes, I, I, I would be all for I that. I don't disagree with. Uh, you. I used to be excited about the numbers, but now I'm more interested in what's a real in quality. In qual- exactly, Jerry, in quality. But I do think I didn't necessarily just mean Twitter. I, yeah, I, I meant. You can do Facebook advertising. That's true. Which is very reasonable. You can post on Craigslist, which isn't the greatest, but you still can find clientele there. Um, there are places you can do online posting and advertising for very, very reasonable pricing. So I, I, th- I think you would be surprised. Uh, the question would be more so for me, what are you charging? Yes, what That's am I charging? That's the bigger question. And how much are you going to put into this? And how much time will you give it before it actually pays off? Right. Because I do think you will end up with clients relatively quickly. Hmm. I never even thought of Craigslist. That's a good idea, but I'd probably get, hi, are you a hooker? No, I am offering advice. (laughs) But I ran into this article, which was trending on Twitter this morning. And when I clicked on it to see what it was, I was like, oh, this is interesting to talk about. This is... Uh, for people who are just thinking, not even if you are close to retirement, mm-hmm. but this gives you some idea of what you should be doing now, whether you're in your 20s okay. or 30s. And we always talk about, like, how much money do you think you need to have in your 401k or your pension retirement in order to live comfortably? Right. So this article came from CNBC.com, and it is the... How much money you need to retire comfortably in Hawaii, as that is the most expensive, expensive state. And then it gives you the six most expensive states. I could tell you that the six most expensive states to retire in, Hawaii, California, Connecticut, Massachusetts, New Jersey, yeah. Vermont, and Rhode Island. I believe it. Not New York, huh? I guess because of upstate New York. Yeah, that I guess so, Hawaii. right. That could be why. Right. Yeah, New York. This. Yeah, these are states, not cities. I'm yeah. sure New York City. But what do you think you need to have in your savings, 401k or whatever your savings are, in order to retire comfortably in Hawaii? Uh, see, this is going to be silly because do you have a pension? Social Security is going to pay you I'm just what? saying, like, what, what, what do you think that number is total that you need to have? $10 million. This says $2 million. Okay. And they go with the idea that if you you need to pull out 4% every year. Mm-hmm. So 4% of $2 million, according to them, is $88,000, which is what it costs to live a year in Hawaii. Okay. But here's why if you have $2 million, you're in better shape than that. Because $2 million, as long as you keep it still invested and earning money, and you only pull out what you need from that off of what you get from Social Security, off of what you might get from your pension right. or your retirement plan from work, that $2 million, you may never, ever use it. Right. So the idea would be that that the stock market makes 4%, which is a low, which is low on a, well, listen, we're in incredibly terrible times but right now time, with the stock market. But over time, it's going to make you 8 to 10%. There will be years you make yes. that, but they're saying over, if you if you take out 4%, of 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 your money every year, you probably will make four percent, mm-hmm. right? So it could so it almost, balances out. And that number stays out. flat. 
And there will be years where it makes less money, as we're in right now, if you were retired. And, and there's years where you'll make more. There'll be years where you make more. But I thought that was pretty interesting. That's a low number. I thought, especially being Hawaii, expensive state, I thought you were going to give me a ridiculous number. Yeah, I think you're right. So many different factors go into it. But so many people I was reading, listen to this article here. And this is for, for young people as well, Jerry. Yeah. Let's see. I wanted to see, uh, okay, $2 million. Okay. Most Americans don't have anywhere close to that amount saved. Right. The typical American has about $35,000 saved for retirement. retirement. Saved right now. Yeah. That is alarming. Yeah, but that's why you see people working at older ages. Yeah. If you have like a 401k, though, like that money comes out. Pre-tax, and then you. I mean, you listen. You got to pay the tax when you pull you it out. Clobbered later. Yeah, but I. I feel like a lot of people now, because the stock market is so terrible, they're not investing. That's true. Which is now when you should be investing. That's true. Because you're not going to take it out till you're 60 or older. Correct. Now's the time to get in. Yeah. But most people get in when it's high, and everyone's talking about I'm killing it in the stock market. For sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If you. If you're if you have enough money lying around to do so, right, which is another issue for a lot of people, right. myself included. I don't have a lot of extra money at the end of every month. I don't, not with tuition and the mortgage and ay, 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 the amount of bills that you know. That's where the kids. I remember when we first had Matthew. I remember seeing an article that said the cost of having children. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, on the surface, you know, they tell you it's going to cost, I forget what it is. It's going to cost you $600,000 per kid until they turn 18 or <laughs> right. something. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and it's like, if you have two, you multiply it by like right. 1.7. Right, you like, got a million dollars in uh, children in your hell? house. And you know what? When you look back, that's probably about right. But you don't, you spend it in so many different ways. And, med- and, and you know, medical insurance picks up a lot of, you know, not right, a lot, spread but, out. Of course. But when you have kids, a lot of the, a lot of your earning is swallowed up and you just kind of understand it. And I think too, when you talk about retirement and you talk about planning for things in the future, there are so many different opinions. Like I read something only because it was sent to me from a friend of mine who just had twins uh, about two years ago and they wanted to start a 529 now. I'm like, yeah, go for it. I have one. I'm like, it's made money, but nothing great. I mean, it's, it's okay. But it wasn't. I don't have this pile of cash at right. the end of the at the end of the rainbow, like they say. It's good. And when Matthew going to college next year, we're in decent, not great shape, but we're in decent shape. But he sent me this article that basically the guy who wrote it tells you if you have a five twenty nine, you're an idiot. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, because there are so many different ways to borrow money when you get to that point. And sadly, one of the things he wrote about was. What if you never get there? Because it's a big assumption that you're just going to live to see your kids go through college. Put that money more in your life insurance. Put it into um, into your 401k. Because if something does happen to you, that rolls over to your wife. Um, your kid can get a, a student loan and doesn't have to go to UCLA. And your kid might never want to go to college and might want to go to a trade school. And now you've saved all this money for what? It was a very, I've, I've seen both. I've seen both arguments and I've seen everything in the middle. Everybody makes great arguments. I think ultimately it's just what you want to do. Are you a saver or are you a spender? Do you want to experience things or do you want to 
plan for the future. It's 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 how you want to live your life. Right. You know, I, I don't look at myself as someone that's ever until I'm not capable. I don't ever see myself not working. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I Yesterday was another good example. Yesterday I went home. I packed out some calendars. I went outside to survey the rodent situation in my backyard. Which How's that working out? Girl, you gave me a number for someone. They're coming Friday to take a look. Oh, you talked to Heather. I did. She's coming Friday to take a look. Um, and I had a bunch of stuff I had to do, but I got home so early. By like 1 o'clock, I was done with my phone calls and the few errands I had. And Joseph had a game, but we didn't have to leave till 5. I was miserable. Bored. Yeah. I went and turned the TV on. I'm like, not happening. I went outside, and I sat there, and I waited for a groundhog to come out because I wanted to talk to it. It never came out. You wanted to try to negotiate with it? I was, yeah, I was just curious if, like, I, w- if I was quiet, if it would come out. I was just, you know, whatever. Then I'm like, you know what? Let me go clean the shed. I opened the shed. I'm like, mm, door's open. What if a groundhog or a raccoon runs in here? I'm like, mm, not doing that. I'm like, oh, clean the car. Mm, don't feel like doing that. Went back inside. It's a beautiful day. I'm like, I'll go for a walk. That took a half hour. Right now it's two fifteen. I'm like, I don't know. Again, boring. Well, they say that's a big part. Like uh, people that that have aspirations, whether in your 20s or 30s or closer to it now, going, you know, I'm going to retire at 60. I'm going to retire at 50. How much your identity is tied up into what you do for a living? Hundred percent. And then how do you? How does that change for you? Yeah. Well, even here, I mean, you've thought about leaving. We all have thought about leaving the business because the wacky hours and having a more normal sleep routine and daily life routine. Aren't you going to be missed being Al Dukes? Sure. From Boomer and Geo, Boomer and Carton, WFAN, as opposed to a, you know, an Amazon warehouse packer. Right. It's, yeah, there's, there's something to that. I also think that's a lot of. Having seen it, especially with a, a good handful of my friends, I've seen it with women that have kids that stop working and all of a sudden they feel like they're just mom now. Like, why? What about me? So, yes, right. it happens. I would think it happens in retirement, too. When all of a sudden you're not the important executive. Now you're just in the house doing what exactly? Right. Great. You got that pile of money. Wonderful. Now what? Right. And then you don't want to spend too much of it because you're like, I'm right. retired. I'm on a budget. Yeah. I'm on a fixed budget over here. Yeah. If you don't have enough to go on a trip twice a month, and even twice a month, what are you doing those other two weeks? (laughs) Two trips a month? Well, I'm just saying. I mean, if you're talking about trying to stay busy without a job, what are you doing to fill every day? You're probably up at 6 a.m. and you're going to bed at 10 p.m. Yeah. That is a crazy amount of time. It's 16 hours. So let's say... Oh, my God, you slept late. You were a late sleeper. You get up at 8, and you stay up till 11. Okay, you get up, you have breakfast. You have your coffee, wonderful. You go for a nice morning walk. 
Perhaps you like to go work out for an hour. That's awesome. It's 1130. Right. You've worked out. You're feeling good. Now what are you doing? Home uh, things like, well, I paint the walls. How many times? How many walls do you have to paint? I don't have many in my place. And then what are you doing the next day? Mop the floors. Okay. That's 20 minutes. Now what? Hmm. Seriously? Yeah. It's a, as much as I have fun with you about your days, at the end of the day, though, you also know you have something to look forward to the next day. You're coming to work. Coming to work. And I can make the case that you should be going to bed by 5 p.m., not 8.30 or whatever. So your day should probably be a little more compressed than it is. But you've kind of gotten a little bit of a look into what it is. Not a whole lot, not a whole lot to do. No, the only thing I think would be cool about it is be like, oh, there's an event on a Tuesday sure. night at eight o'clock. Sure, I'm have no worries about being able to go to that or not. I and that's true, but I also think with what I say, and and this isn't necessarily to make a lot of money. I don't know why more retirees don't start business, small businesses. Right. And I don't mean businesses where you got to put $150,000 in or millions of dollars in. I mean a small business, whether it is making shirts or creating things and you sell a couple a month, who cares? But it's a hobby business. An Etsy shop. Yes. To where at least you wake up. All right. Let me check out the website. Did we sell anything? What do I got to get out? At least when you wake up, there's something to do. And something you can build towards, because I think if you're not productive each day, and I know we have fun with this, but on, really, like, what is the point to just wait to go back to sleep and repeat the process to where all those days have gone by and then you're in a casket? That's not good, Jerry, to be in a casket. That's the end. But don't you, but don't you think most retired people just pass each day to pass each day? Yeah, I think unless you have a a game plan and a, you know, the same way that we have a regimented parts of our days when you're working, you have to have that when you're not working. You need some sort of a routine that's productive. Yeah. I think. And that's even if, let's say you got, you're in your twenties and you get laid off. Yeah. Same thing. Like you can't just be like, like you got to have a plan. Like, Hey, I'm going to get up in the morning, have my coffee. I'm going to send out, uh, I'm going to apply for a couple of jobs on LinkedIn or Indeed. Yep. Uh, then I'm going to work out to keep my sanity. Then I'm going to do this, and then like the, having the same game. I'm going to make. I'm going to follow up on a couple of res- resumes I sent out. Like you always have to have some sort of organization to your day. All right. So I hit 200 pounds the other day for the first time since 2012. I haven't weighed this much since prior to insanity. Okay. And it was a it was a wake up call. I hadn't weighed myself in a while, but I noticed things were not fitting properly. I didn't feel good. And I was like, wow. I hadn't really passed 194 in a while, but I noticed the last few weeks things weren't good. So instead of just saying I'm going to eat better, I wrote out a whole week's uh, meal plan. And what that made me do is it made me go to the store and it made me get everything I needed to where I was able to put the food together for yesterday, for today. Dinner's planned out. I know what I'm having. It's like... It's probably the same thing with your finances. You got to lay out what you're right. doing, where the money's going. Yep, everything's got to be laid out. Because if you just kind of roll with it, man, stuff just rolls right away. Yeah. And you end up with big rolls. Well, it's like even, uh, you know, when you buy stuff on Amazon, 
you know, you have a credit card on your Amazon yes. account. But when you get your credit card statement, you don't even know what it just goes like Amazon eighteen dollars, Amazon yeah. forty eight dollars. I'm, I'm oh, like, yeah. what are all the? I know I do order a lot of, you know, but for what? But when I'm looking at my credit cards, I don't even know what category this goes in. I know. They're so, very smart like that, aren't they? Yeah, so when you try to be like, oh, I spend this much money on household supplies and I go out to dinner with this much money. Amazon, it could be anything. Yeah, I know. Could and be yeah. dog food, my and food. And you know they're not screwing you. But right. you still would like to see it. But yeah, I'd like to just know, right. like Amazon, uh, you bought uh, dog biscuits. Right. Oh, okay, I know what this is. I know. There's nothing that drives me more nuts than when I go through the checkbook every two weeks. And I can't understand why there's a charge in there when I'm looking at the, um, especially when I'm looking at the, the, the checking account online and it's a very vague $37 and 25 cents for what though? Yeah. What is it? And especially if it's not been recorded and then all of a sudden, Oh, it's right. The parking at city field yeah. and you know, whatever it is drives you crazy. Yes. Well, very true. That's part of my Al's boring life coach. I think it's. I really actually think it's a good idea. All right. You know what I have to look into? What do you charge? 75 an hour. 75 an hour? Yeah. For all services, whether they're the food? Your time is $75 an hour. Because this is a weird thing. So Dave Ramsey, who is the financial guy, I if you listen to that show for a month mm-hmm. solid, you know his concepts. Yes. It, it is simple, makes sense, he ain't selling you anything. This is what you need to do. Just his books periodically. We just have the books. But if you, <laughs> right. Now, now the books have in writing what he says on his radio yes. show. So if you listen to his podcast or his radio show, I'm telling you within a month, you could start answering the callers. Sure. Right. But he has this course to become a Dave Ramsey coach or something. Mm-hmm. The course is $2,000. Yeah. I could do it right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like what You're is not certified. Right. Not certified. But do, you don't need to be certified. I just don't call myself a Dave Ramsey here for a financial coach. The only thing I would be curious about is how do you present yourself? Like, it, So, for instance, I could start a website and call myself a college professor. I'm not. Right. Well, you'd call yourself the professor. I, yeah. But, like, I would think if I was going to start offering college tutoring and I called myself the professor someone's gonna say all right well like where's your experience and your your education I would think there's got to be something you would have to show it depends if you if you're going to call yourself a financial advisor a nutritionist that stuff you do need certifications for so by calling yourself a coach right then like you don't the, need anything right it's just life experience you could call yourself a health coach and you don't need any credentials. Interesting. Yeah. I say 75 an hour. Go for it. I'm gonna, And that's the other weird thing. When you're talking about trying to help somebody finan- with their finances, right? Right. So somebody's in debt. This is what I always think about with Dave Ramsey. So somebody's in debt, and you are going to help them get out of debt. You're going to organize their debt. You're going to show them how to. Now you're charging them, adding to their debt. Yes. <laughs> I know you're in debt, but if you well, could just spare another seventy-five dollars, but all an hour. these debt relief programs that you hear about that are advertising, yeah. you're spending a fortune to advertise. So someone's going to pay for it, right? And they need to make money. They're not going to do it for nothing, right? But you're right. It's like it's just like the timeshare things. They're going to help you get out of your timeshare. It's four grand. 
Right. But you're doing that because you're probably spending a thousand to two thousand dollars a year on maintenance fees. So within two years, that four thousand dollars taken care of, and you never have to pay it again. Like I right. get the concept, but yes, you're talking to someone who is you know struggling to pay. Let me pay more. Right. You're struggling to get out of debt. I can help you with that. Just put this last thing on your credit right, card. As you say, and we do take credit cards. Yes, please. <laughs> when I charge you with three percent, if it's a credit card versus. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. It is true. Uh, Keyshawn Johnson is wearing. Uh, oh, I'd say I thought he was wearing a Jaguars jersey. He's an Eagles jersey. Oh, okay. He's wearing on the television. I wonder why. All right, Jerry. Let's do the. Warm-up. That's it. Thank God I talked enough. Let's do the warm-up program now. You're back in your update chair tomorrow. I am. Uh, we're back here co-hosting the warm-up show Hopefully at five. I won't ever sleep. Oh, and we got Yankees tonight. And we'll be talking about that, Jerry. See you.